the best action movie ever made. Anton, you're holding back, man. You gotta unleash. Just tell me what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 96. This episode of 2C, we talk about Game with Thrones, games turned into movies, and there are 14 million versions of this episode, and this is the one you get. I'm Al Flores. Now, man, time to walk. Sucks. Let's say that the other ones are worse. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of games in this uh, episode, right? Yeah, it's all game yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny because it has nothing to do with... Well, one is something to do with a, a video game. Uh, well, w- one's considered a car game. What'd you do this weekend? <laughs> uh, this weekend, I uh, got to see some of my old friends I haven't seen in a long time. And uh, those are the guys from Formula Drift. Uh, They're here in Orlando this uh, past weekend. And uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, fun to see... Everybody doing what I used to do, which was, uh, you know, filming some of the guys that are uh, driving. And, dude, it's um, it's a lot more different now. I mean, I remember back then when I went to Formula Drift, you would see, like, cable wires everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Not la- not that you don't see much here, but, I mean, back then, there was camera setups everywhere. Yeah. And uh, recently, it looks like they started using drones. Yeah, I was about to say. I think right yeah, now it's more drone really stuff. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. So, uh, I-, I would see, like, a-, a kid that's standing on the side of the, um, the racetrack, and uh, he would put on his uh, VR visor on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm guessing uh, he's basically doing first person with the, the drone and he's flying around and he's chasing the cars. And then it's live streaming to the feeds. So it's kind of cool. Uh, they do replays are, and you get to see it live. Are the drones fast enough to keep up with the cars or does he oh, get just yeah. like small, small clips? It's fast, dude. Those oh, drones are, are, are they're like the palm of your hand. Yeah. They're small. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, fast. like, I, but I'm saying, like, the, I know, like, up, like, vertically, or yeah, vertically, they're fast, but I don't know if horizontally mm-hmm. they can keep up with a car. Oh, yeah, it can totally, yeah, it, it keeps up with a car. I can show you some of the clips later okay. uh, after the show. It, it looks really clean. Um, it looks like, you know, um, sometimes you, you can't really maneuver it the way that you want because it's kind of awkward. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, even when you're flying, like, those helicopters, small helicopter toys or anything with your phone for example if you ever uh flew any of the drones um sharp turns are kind of tricky so yeah yeah. they they do more curved turns right yeah and usually when you shoot any type of video you would have to like you know shoot multiple times in order to get the clip that you want Mm -hmm. and uh this is live so i mean whatever you get is what what you get you can't have redos (laughs) Yeah, you can't do do-overs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I had a good weekend, Formula Drift. It was uh, pretty hot out, but, I mean, we had an umbrella, and there was a breeze around, like, 4 or 5 o'clock, so it's pretty mm-hmm. nice. But other than that, I mean, the rest of the week was pretty much, like, uh, movies, movies, TV shows. It was a yeah. lot of that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and people will see, we're going to have very few topics, but it's still going to be a jam-packed episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to check out Detective Pikachu, which comes out on uh, May... F- next week. <laughs> which date? Uh, I think it's May 10th. Uh, to yeah, the second weekend of of May, I'll say August. Yeah, May tenth. So May it 10th. comes out on May tenth, and I, I I got a chance to see it, which I'll probably talk about later in the movie section. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, ready? Roll into our first 
that segment, which is news. Yes, yes let's get into news. Almost I forgot, like that that first thing we usually talk about, that's that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, only one real news uh, thing to report now. Avengers Endgame broke pretty much every single good box office record there was. Uh, it was the largest weekend uh, opening weekend with 350 million North America, 1.2 million globally, mm-hmm. and it was the fastest movie ever to make it to 1 billion with just under in just under five days. Yeah, I think it was a good thing that both of us uh, got tickets early. Oh, and- it was a pain. Yeah, it was such a pain in the butt. I mean, we spent, I spent like three hours trying to get the tickets. I and, spent uh, five hours. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyways, I think, I mean, I, I checked it. I checked uh, a lot of the ticketing websites for the past mm-hmm. couple of days because uh, my parents kind of want to go see it too because, you know, uh, they're big movie people. You had, to do t- you had to do ticket shopping for your parents? Yeah, I had, I had to. And, and it's crazy because every single theater is sold out every single night yep. up till like this next uh, this coming Friday. Yeah, no, that's why they that's why they had to add extra movie times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably what helped Avengers get to the one billion dollar mark so fast is that some theaters were going twenty four seven for showing seventy two hours in a row, like throughout the whole entire weekend. Yeah, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. we'll talk about more about the movie la- later on, but mm-hmm. uh, coming out of the theater, my girlfriend was like, she just couldn't stop talking about it, and I had to i'm like i was because we're walking right by people going we left the theater probably around around 11 Mm -hmm. so people were still showing up to for the next showing yeah so like we're walking past people and i was like shh gotta wait (laughs) like don't want to be mean because she was so excited about like everything that happened yeah yeah i felt the same way too and uh, we went with our our friend uh we got two extra seats so um uh, we went with our friend gwen and she wanted to talk about it so bad as soon as she yeah. left the theater. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, you're, you're going to have to wait. You know, we're, we're going to have to go outside and then we'll talk about it. So we got outside and, and we're like, uh, this is still not a good place to, you know, talk about it. Let's go to a restaurant. So we yeah. went to a restaurant. Same thing. We can't talk about it because there are people eating dinner and they're they're getting ready to go see the 12 o'clock uh, showing. And and it's, by the way, th- did you wear anything Marvel related? Yes, I did. Did uh, you see anybody else in cosplay? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, 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 Who I did, did you have in see- cosplay? Um, I had some little kids that were wearing like Captain Marvel and, uh, I saw some guy with the uh, Thor hammer. Okay, so yeah. I had a full Captain America at what at the theater, mm-hmm. uh, a full Thor, and a little kid Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was yeah. A, there's a few people like in like that was probably the most cosplay I've seen going to a to a, to like a showing of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, no people were into. It. But you know, uh, the point I was trying to make though is like. You get reminded about how many people are, are there for the movie, mm-hmm. but like if you went to eat afterwards, you probably saw people in Marvel or Captain America or Iron Man stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they're eating before they're going to the to late showing. Yeah, <laughs> like that's your reminder. Like, oh, everybody here is wearing Marvel stuff. They're probably heading to the theater. Yeah, 
So uh, besides that, we're going to talk about uh, that a little more mm-hmm. later in the show. Um, I want to talk about one news that we didn't add to our notes that I think is uh, something that we should talk about real quick. Okay. Um, there's a new Bond movie coming out, and um, this is going to be Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. And um, they already casted a new director because uh, Danny Boyle was supposed to direct it, but then he uh, dropped out because of... Uh, the way that he wanted it, uh, he wanted to do it his way. But then, you know, um, the people who own Bond, they want to do it the right way. They want to do it their own way. So, I mean, there was some clash there. But anyways, they found a new director. It's Kerry uh, Fukunaga. Mm-hmm. He is the guy that did the show on Netflix, um, Maniac, okay. which is with... Um, uh, Emma Stone and uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, I was gonna say Seth, Ro- Seth Rogen, but mini Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that show? No, but I did hear good things about it. Though it was yeah, a bit weird, a but I heard good things. Weird show. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, Kerry Fukunaga. I'm pretty excited for that because this is going to be very interesting because he's a, a very uh, sentimental uh, director. He's very detailed, so it's kind of interesting to see where he's gonna, uh, what he's gonna bring to the table for this movie. Um, they did cast a villain, and they unveiled it. It's gonna be Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, huh? Yeah, I think he's gonna do a really good job because yeah. I mean, he. I don't think I've ever seen him play a, a bad guy. No, I think he's but- gonna do such a good job. I see Rami Malek as being the next Daniel Day-Lewis because he's mm. he's very immersive. He he he. Aside from, I, I think his eyes would usually give him away, but mm-hmm. but he he really becomes his characters. And uh, oh, oh, who was the other? Um, I'm blanking on his name. Um, the guy from Five Hundred Days of Summer. Us, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, Joseph Gordon. Like this is three names. Same thing with mm-hmm. him. Like they're like they're they're both like actors just immerse themselves and they. They just they become their character. Yeah, the only thing is, uh, Rami Malek. I, I don't really like his tone of voice because it sounds similar to like all the movies and TV shows I've seen him in. It's always that same voice. But I mean, of course, yeah. he he changes it a little bit just to but get into the character. But it's it sounds like he's talking like this. You know, like it's part of the character, it, bro. bro. It's, it's all by design. <laughs> if you talk yeah. to him in person, he sounds nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> in Mr. Robot, he's basically like talking about his sister and like you know, and it's kind of like that when he's in you know um, Bohemian Rhapsody too. But I don't know. That's just me. Hopefully, he can get out of that, and then I'll I'll probably be more invested. And yeah. other characters that you can play. Still early. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the Bond news, and that's it. I think that's it for news. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> it for news. All right, Anton, uh, let's get to streaming. And as I think audience can tell, we're kind of speeding through this because we really want to talk about something specifically. Yes. <laughs> Top of streaming. What do you got? Well, for the past couple of weeks, I've been catching up on um, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. The new season is just so freaking crazy. And I, I can't really talk much about it because you haven't seen it yet. And mm-hmm. dude, last night's episode totally blew my mind. Okay. And so in case people are watching this in <clears throat> later on, which episode mm-hmm. was that? Second or third episode of the season? Uh, it is the third episode. This is the first one that is beyond the hour mark. Okay, so, so this is like 80 something <clears throat> minutes. 
So I have not seen it, as you stated. However, mm-hmm. I have heard there were certain complaints about the third episode uh, when it can't when it comes to lighting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it depends on people's TVs. Um, a lot of people's TVs don't really take black that well. So it's really hard to see what really happens in the episode because it's so dark. Okay, so is it? Yeah. So is it that the TVs are just not up to date, or is it that people haven't configured their their TVs correctly? Um, from HBO, I, I think uh, they said that that's just how they they made it, and it, it's really up to the. The, the viewers at home to adjust their TV to that specific lighting. Because, you mm. know, when whenever you buy a TV from any store, uh, it's not configured to, you know, Your something room. that you would normally watch. Like yeah. uh, movies are colored differently. So you have to put like a, a movie setting on it. So yeah. then it could bring out, you know, um, the and, darks. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't do that. Um, even with my TV, I, I switch between... Uh, two settings depending on what I'm watching. Yeah, uh, the video games I, I do one mode for movies I do another. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, yeah, that that's just about knowing your TV. Yeah, even a, when you go to Best Buy or something, they usually turn the the screens to almost its max setting for Dyna- that brightness. Is it dynamic? Whatever it's called. Yeah, dynamic mode. But then yeah. like they 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 extend the 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 <clears> um <throat> the color contrast so that you can see more color so when you go watch, look at the TV you're like oh wow that looks really good but home. realistically it's really bad for the TV because yes. you're you're burning out all of these crystals that are only meant to have so many hours uh, on it for for people that might might not be TV people but they're car people it's like you revving your engine nonstop saying look how loud and powerful this engine is I can just <laughs> hold down my foot on this gas and it uh-huh. sounds amazing it's bad for the engine yeah yeah it's bad for the engine yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not meant to last that long if you're you're stressing out all of the parts. But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, besides all of that complaint, everybody was really surprised with uh, everything that happened throughout the whole entire episode. Um, kind of reminds me of you know some stuff in Endgame, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I don't know why I have to keep clearing my throat. I was fine before we started recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what thing I was going to ask too? There's only six episodes this season, so we're halfway through the season. Yeah, halfway through the season. I know that um, uh, the next couple of episodes also more than an hour, so it's going to be a really good episode. Do we? Well. It's gonna be the ending for Game of Thrones, but there's suppo- there supposedly there is going to be a spinoff. Yeah, I think there's gonna be prequels. It's a prequel, yeah. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be to the original uh, battle, like how you know how Winterfell became. Oh, well, not Winterfell. Yeah, and they would talk about the story about the Dragon Slayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not the Dragon Slayer, uh, King Slayer. Um, yeah, all the old stories. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's mm-hmm. the mythology they've established, similar to Harry Potter, how yeah. they started doing the. The, uh, the animals? Fantastic beasts. Fantastic beasts. Almost something <laughs> wonderful animals? <laughs> and where to find them. Sorry, dude. I spent 11 hours at work today, so I am a little burned out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that thing the, with the, the picture. The movies? Yes, movies. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> All right. So mm-hmm. I'm ready to move into movies? Yes. Let's All get right. into movies. All right, Anton, um, we probably know exactly what happened, but, you know, just for funsies, since we're coming into this weekend, okay. let's go to the top three. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, number one, no surprise, Avengers Endgame with uh, 357.1 million, and that's domestic. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Captain Marvel with 8.3 million. And number three, La- The Curse of La Llorona with 8 million. Keeping up with Captain Marvel. Okay, so just referencing our movie draft, summer yeah. movie draft. Yeah. I'm so happy this movie is not in there. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, am so actually, happy it's not in there. Actually, let me see. <clears throat> I want to see if my, my formula will work for this. It probably won't because uh, I'm sure next weekend is going to be just as consistent as this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be double, uh, doubling what it is now. So, Okay, so scoring. Sorry, probably not the best time to work on spreadsheets, but actually I could probably just use it this way. So say, what was it? 300 and... 57 357 so for my projections within 30 days it's going to make this is up oh, i was like oh, it's only gonna make a thousand dollars i forgot to turn that into a million <laughs> <laughs> by my projections it will make uh one billion thirty one dollars <laughs> by 30 days wow okay I think it it will probably reach around around there I, i'm gonna lowball it and say like around 900 I just to be safe. I think it will break a billion dollars. Um, yeah. and and the reason I'm saying that is because I think Marvel has enough of a fan base that if they get to that, cl- they get that close, they might get a boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yep. All uh, right. So before we get into the end game, yeah, uh, I want to talk about Detective Pikachu. If that's okay. Yeah, you do that. Be right back. Okay. <laughs> All right, while while I'm waiting for Alan to put on his uh, Pikachu ears. My knockoff Pikachu ears. (laughs) Knockoff. Okay, so Detective Pikachu is a story about a kid named Tim, who is played by Justice Smith, and he's in a Pokemon world, and um, he kind of finds out that his father's, you know, kind of murdered. Uh, So he pumps into uh, a... Kind of. (laughs) And there's a reason behind that. So uh, he he bumps into two, uh, a Pikachu uh, that he can only understand. No one can understand that Pikachu. A wise um, cracking Pikachu. Yep, very wise. <laughs> and they both uncover a story on how his father got murdered. And the Pikachu is voiced by Ryan Reynolds, and I think he did such a good job. So, um, so they try to figure out if his father is still alive. I mean, they, there's really no dead body. So is it just, uh, you know, he just got noticed that it's like, oh, by the way, we found your dad dead, but there's no body, but he's dead. Yeah. Take our but word. He's dead. Just trust so us. So that's, that's a mystery that they go on together and uh, they kind of, you know, try to solve it together. So it's really, really fun. Um, this is a no spoiler review, so I'm trying my best not to say anything. I'm just going to say good things about it and things I didn't like about it. Okay. Uh, quick mm-hmm. question before you get into that. Is one of the, do they mention uh Silk Road or Silk? Silk? What's, it, what's the company called? Yeah, Silk Road. Is that the company that dad works for? No. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> mm, I think it was something dome. They talk about dome, the dome, the yeah, something like that. Stephen King's uh, under the dome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I think this is a great family movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it has a lot of Pokemon fan justice in it. And this movie kind of makes you want to go to Rhyme City. Like, you want to visit this place because it's so cool. Like, there's nothing there's nothing not to like about Pokemon. 
So, I mean, this is great for people who don't know anything about Pokemon, too. I mean, it's a, it's a great movie for new fans, old fans. But I think, of course, old fans are going to, like, you know, enjoy a lot more because mm-hmm. they grew up on this stuff. And uh, uh, you're going to get to see so many uh, stuff. Have you not seen my ears? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there's so much Pokemon in this movie, and I still think that there isn't enough. Um, yeah, when you watch it, it's just ridiculous. Um, when you get into Rhyme City, they're just everywhere. They're in every single scene, and I just still think that there's not enough of them because it, you always see them in the background doing stuff, but you don't really get to see them up close. Um, I think there's probably like only 50, 40 or 50 Pokemon that you actually get to see up close. The rest of them are just like doing their own thing. So anyways. um, Only 40. Only 40. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I kind of like how this movie kind of ties into some of the old movies that came out. Um, I I like that it's tied to the first Pokemon movie that we've ever seen in America. Pokemon 2000. Yeah. Hmm. Well, actually, was it Pokemon 2000 or Pokemon the movie? Pokemon the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I I really like how it ties in a little bit with that, too, because they talk about the stuff that happened. Um, They kind of reference it like, oh, yeah, this and this happened in this movie. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. Throwback to a lot of the fans who watched the old movie. Yeah. Um this okay, so the story is decent. Acting is really good, top notch. Um the cast is amazing. Um and you know, we kind of talked about this before. Video game movies have a curse and it's kind of hard to call out a really good a well-made video game movie because mm-hmm. there hasn't been one yet. Resident Evil's just kind of cheesy and the story's kind of like whack. The action's good. Wait, wait, you know? wait. You mean tell me that Mike Epps with golden golden uh, g- handguns is cheesy? The action's yeah. good. Action's good. The monsters are definitely cheesy. <laughs> the, yeah. the boss, <laughs> the, the boss monsters. The the yeah. other, the infected are fine. Yeah. Okay, and, and uh, you know I already talked about you know Tomb Raider where it's you know so close to lifting that curse. Um, but do I think this movie lift that curse? Uh, I'm gonna say yes and no. It's a very thin line. Again, uh, I think this is a great movie so far, and you know it's a, a really good adaptation of uh, the series. But um, I think uh, if all of the video game movies keep going at this point, I think they're gonna reach that threshold. They're they're getting closer to that that goal. Yeah, they're formula. getting very close. They're getting very close. Mm. So if people ask me this question, uh, I'm gonna leave it up to them. For me, I say it's yes or no. It's so close. But yeah, it's up to everybody else uh, who's going to see it on May 10th you're like, to really say. You're like, mm-hmm. they're, they're on the right trail. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other video game movies. Oh, the ending of this movie. Man, it's very emotional. Ooh, got very the, emotional. you got the feels? Yeah, you get the feels. And it's a very big surprise. Yeah. Um, I guess my wife, Julie, kind of saw it coming, but I didn't see it coming at all. So highly recommend watching it all the way to the end. If you didn't like the movie, <laughs> what's the what's the main character's name again? Uh, Justice Smith. Wait, I thought that was the actor's name. Oh, Tim. Oh, Tim. Okay. Yeah. So, prediction. You don't have to say yes or no, but mm-hmm. hey, Tim. My name's Ash. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. No, you wish that, that, that would be really cool. That would that no. would both make a lot of fans go <gasps> and a lot piss off a lot of fans too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think I have any follow up questions because I I don't want to spoil this for myself. Oh, oh it's it, it is based on the game pretty much. Like it's pretty close. Like I, I played like twenty minutes of the game, and it's pretty close to what it is in the movie. Um, box office budget. I want to see what their budget was. Detective. Oh, the designs for the Pokemon's. Oh my god, they they did such an amazing job. I was right on board with. I mean, a lot of some some of the Pokemon's you're like, wow, they're a little fuzzy. They're not supposed to be fuzzy. Well, but it kind of works out. Do, do we know they're not supposed to be fuzzy, or was that just our assumption? Probably our assumption. Like I always thought that you know Jigglypuff is more like a, a balloon, you know? Oh but yeah, she's fuzzy. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. that. You, you think more rubbery, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a seal or something. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, Charizard is fierce. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a freaking dragon or a sol- giant sal- salamander that breathes fire. Yeah, and you get to see a, uh, a Gyarados in here too, which is crazy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find the freaking budget for this movie, but I can't find it. They, they haven't disclosed it yet. Um, but do you think they they built a good enough world where you can see oh, sequels yeah. in that world? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's going to be sequels. There's going to be more movies made because this <clears throat> is pretty well done. Um, this is, yeah, this is going to do a lot of justice for a lot of fans. So, I mean, in the Pokemon world... There's a lot of people who play the video games, and there's a lot of people who are Pokemon fans. Yeah, no, I'm one yeah. of them. I can't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and also, you know, the Pokemon company has a lot of has some deep pockets. So mm-hmm. pretty sure as long as they make even a little bit of money on this, they're gonna try to build on it more. Yeah. Oh, um, is it okay if I mention who's in the movie? Uh, I mean, it's in the it's in the credits. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, Diplo's in the movie. I don't think I would recognize Diplo if I saw him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he's in the movie <laughs> when he was on. Wait, when, well, actually, when, didn't didn't Diplo do the audio track for this? I I, know, I thought of somebody. I I don't know. Um, didn't really look into that. Uh, let's see. Music. I I don't know if it was music this movie. by Henry Jackman. So I don't think so. Okay. I think I think he did do a song with uh, Rita Ora. Rita Ora is also in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I forgot what movie it was, but maybe it was something else. All right, Tom. Um, I think we're ready to move on to the main event, the end okay. game for this podcast, for this okay. episode. Okay. All right, Anton. Uh, let's start with uh, spoiler free, and then okay. uh, we'll we'll do the wrap up, and then we'll go into spoilers afterwards. So, right. spoiler free. Be be polite. What did you think about the movie? Uh, I thought. Okay, so this is going to be a very bold statement. I think this movie. If I had to subtract the first hour, <laughs> uh, the best action movie ever made. Anton, you're holding back, man. You got to unleash. Just tell me what you think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what? I enjoyed every moment of this, of this movie. I don't, I, I get, I get what you're saying about the first hour, mm-hmm. but, but you needed that first hour. You do need that first hour. It's so emotional. Yes. But it's also, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was still like, I get it was slower pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's probably why a lot of, and I don't think people are getting surprised by that. Cause a lot of the breaks 
that were being announced of when you can go to the bathroom since the three hour movie. Yeah. The majority of them were in that that 30 to hour and 30 minute time window. Yeah. And it's not kind of a it's not a, a spoiler to talk about it because it's already in, in the trailers. It, I mean, you already know at the very beginning of the movie, they're going to talk about what happens after the event. Yes. And th- this whole part where it's talking about uh, or, or showing us what happened after it's just to build all of the emotions because you really don't know where they're going they're, where they're going to go at that point because everything that we've known so far according to the trailers and from what we've expected is where do they go from there you know like there is no other way to bring anybody back or to do anything at all i mean what are you supposed to do you're supposed to move on yes of course that's just how life is you know mm-hmm. yeah even even if it happened in real life you yeah. wouldn't even know what to do except move on. Yeah. And 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 that that's what the whole movie and I feel like the movie was preparing the audience for that. Like the like the 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 beginning part, even though they're talking to the characters and I and the part that made me think that this is a moment for the audience, uh, one of the Russo brothers makes an appearance in that in that oh, scene. Spoiler. But it's a cameo. And he's in the he's in <laughs> he's in the IMDB credits. And yeah, by the way, but- look looking through the IMDB credits. The Russo brothers took advantage of this being their last Marvel movie. They threw in a lot of uh, Russos in there. Yeah. <laughs> I counted at least four Russos in the credits. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, not only was he a cameo in there, uh, the creator of Thanos is in there, too. He was the, the bald guy with the glasses. Um, he was also in that support group. Oh, I they they yeah. focused on him for a little bit, and I was kind of like, I don't know yeah. who that is, but yeah, he's the creator of Thanos, and also there are some writers of the movie in there too. They stuck in, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool to have that because uh, it's kind of like a um, a tribute, you know. But you actually get to yeah. be in it because you created it. So I I, I kind of like how they they added that touch to it because hardcore comic fans will appreciate everything, uh, even that detail, which I missed. They have. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I caught the Russos, but I didn't catch the the creators. Um, yeah, again, I probably recognize the names, but I wouldn't recognize the faces. Yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I think this the movie captured the last ten years very well. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, and even the fan service. I, I know it, going going to this movie. Uh, between the 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 the, the premiere screening and the wide release, there is a lot of reviews talking about fan uh fan raving fan fan fandom for it. And I felt like it was done nicely. I didn't think it was just thrown in for the hell of it. It was it was woven into the story pretty well. Yeah, I think you know this really brings a lot of humanity to yes the the, the superheroes because you know even they are vulnerable. You know, uh, and it's really hard for people to uh, move on when they lose somebody. And especially when you're a superhero, you can't really do anything about it. You get you get to see all of that. And, you know, they're they're hopeless and I mean, they have to accept what they only had left. Yeah. I mean, one thing we've, we've praised uh, Marvel for in the past uh, compared to DC is that Marvel makes you care about their characters. They're, they're they have more depth to them. They have they're not perfect. They have they're, they're, they're human. Mm-hmm. They're flawed. And this movie just encompasses that. And if you pay attention closely uh, to the movie, it gives you a lot of hints. Yeah. And I think the one thing I really appreciate about this movie alone is 
I think the screen time for all the characters in the whole entire movie is distributed pretty well because I mean they had other movies um, like the previous movie they had a lot more screen time in those and then in this one they focus on you know the other half. So I mean it's 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 I good. Know, I don't know if you said that intentionally, but it kind of works for some for a, yeah. char- for a character in particular. Yeah. So I mean th- that's a good thing, you know, to yeah. to have to have that balance because that's the one thing that we want to see on screen is our favorite characters. You know, yeah. we want a lot of screen time. Yeah. Um also I I just want to point this out. I don't know why they tried to make this not not Infinity Wars Part 2. It was completely Infinity War Part 2. Yeah. There was no there is no uh, background given if you if you missed Infinity War. If you missed Infinity War, you're not going to know what the hell is really going on in this movie or what the what the the consequences are. Yeah. And another thing is you have to watch all of the movies in order to understand this and you know for so many people to go see this movie now, it kind of shows you how invested a, a lot of us who are fans to, you know, love these characters for the last 11 years 22 movies yeah yeah um nerd really shows that yeah nerdist did uh uh, the full 22 movies at the el capitan theater in hollywood yeah Um, that was pretty cool that they did that yeah Yeah. it it was weird seeing their their instagram uh, just popping up every couple hours uh you know now watching captain uh, captain america the first the first avenger and then the other one says like, oh, now watching Black Panther. I'm like, geez, like, I know they're getting breaks, but that's just too much. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah. No, there was another one. Uh, Marvelous Facts, their Instagram. Uh, they were doing uh, the 22 days up to the premiere of Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. They would post which order to watch them. Like today, you're going to today you have to watch this movie or this movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into spoilers, I do want to point out how dumb some people are going to the day on Thursday night and somehow being surprised that there's no tickets available for Avengers. Oh, you had one of those people? I had several. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like walking past them going, are they serious? Yeah. Um, I, I, I probably want to, I probably should ask Josiah before we start recording this. Um, but besides from the comic syndicate, his, his second job is working at a theater. He's mentioned it several times in his podcast. Uh, I wanted to see if he, how many of them they had. I, I think he had a few cause, uh, he vented a little bit in our group chat. Yeah. <laughs> Have they been under a rock or something? I mean, it's all over the news and it's everywhere that's sold out. I think people that are casual Marvel fans didn't realize how big this movie would be mm-hmm. and how much attention the, the pre-sales got. Yeah. Okay. So I found online that they have a school uh, that <laughs> I guess the principal sent out a letter to all the students' parents yeah, letting them know that there's going to be a very big movie coming out this week. And it's kind of like a global event. And, you know, to respect everybody, uh, the principal asked the, the oh. parents to let their kids know not to spoil the movie. Damn. Because, I mean, this is such a big movie. It means a lot to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that is a good thing because I feel bad for my, uh, my niece here. Uh, she's uh, in middle school and... A lot of kids are not so nice. I mean, uh, they had some people that were leaking some of the videos online and they basically watched it and, uh, yeah, told everybody in the class what happens and it kind of ruins it for everybody, you know? Yeah, no. Feel bad for the kids. Well, there was a guy in Hong Kong, uh, I I was hearing about it on Saturday. 
uh, as he mm-hmm. was coming out of the 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 movie theater, uh, he's walking past the the people waiting in line to get to get in next, and he's just like like just spouting out spoilers. Uh, a few of the fans got out of line and kicked his ass. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. At which point I'm like, yeah, guess what? You have a right to freedom of speech. They also have a right to kick your ass. <laughs> so, I mean, like, okay, they don't have a right to it, but like. If you're going to be an a-hole, you get what's coming to you. Um, <laughs> so that's funny because in China, they had this girl who watched a movie and she cried. Even after the movie, she kept crying. She couldn't stop crying. Oh, I heard about and that. And she had to go to ER. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, um, that's crazy. I, did you see my my uh, my screenshot of my Apple Watch that I posted on the group chat? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> that, it that's was a crazy. Slow, it was a slow build. Um, uh-huh. And, and the, so for... I, I probably should have sent this to Anton ahead of time. Uh, for listeners, you see my 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 pulse at seven o'clock, kind of steady pace. Yeah, uh, it's like, like, so a, like normal a normal heartbeat, normal, like normal around like sixty nine or seventy. Yeah. yeah, and then it slowly starts to incline as the yeah. hours go by, peaking uh-huh. at around ten o'clock, which is by the way the last like the final the final moments of the movie. And uh, there's a sudden spike. It goes for, it goes from like the high nineties. It jumps up to one sixteen. The, the the time on the my watch is kind of blocking it, but you kind of see that dot at the t- like uh-huh. by by the by one of the numbers. Yeah, yeah, it spikes at one sixteen. So I, you can only imagine what moment that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So enough uh, tease. Let's get into the spoilers. Well, dude. all right. Well, first off, uh, so some people are probably haven't seen it yet. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's just you know do our normal spiel, and then we'll get to spoilers. So okay. if people want to support our responsible podcasting with spoiler-free moments and spoiler moments, how can they do that, Anton? Uh, they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com to maybe buy some stickers or t-shirts. And uh, if there was something that we talked about on the show or something that they've seen on our um, social media, they can click on any of the links and it'll take them to a Amazon page and it gives us a little kickback if something is purchased. That's right. They can also follow us on social media at the 2OC uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com uh, if you let us know what you think about Endgame. Mm-hmm. And also, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or even an MP3 player. Oh, wow. Yeah, use that use that credit to download Marvel's Thanos. Oh yeah, that's 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 something you should do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it'll give him good insight into the character. I mean, yeah. I feel Infinity War did a good job of like showing his side, but this gives you more background. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, shows you his uh, farming side and um, you know what he does on on the, on the a, downtime. He's on Facebook. <laughs> he's on Facebook on Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, my my berries have wilted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, Okay, so if you're still listening to this and you have not seen Endgame, what the hell's your problem? We're about to get into spoilers. <laughs> yeah. uh, Anton, uh, do you want to? You know what? On our social media, I posted our spoiler free spoiler post. Uh, should mm-hmm. we just start with explaining each of those scenes? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so the first picture is of Ned Stark. Can you guess why I chose that one? 
you chose the Ned Stark picture because he gets his head chopped off. Correct. And by him, <laughs> you mean you, oh, Ned Stark and Thanos get their head chopped off. Yeah. Uh, that one, I will say, was a good first surprise. I did not expect yeah. that. Yeah. Dude, that was so unexpected. And it happened so early in the movie, too. Even before the, 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 the title yeah. of the movie. <laughs> my girlfriend was like... Which is crazy. My girlfriend was like, really? Now? <laughs> like, uh, I was like, I was, uh, it's funny because I just like literally in the theater. I just clapped my hands. Like, well, good movie, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, dude. A lot of people didn't see that coming too, and it's funny because you would hear, uh, um, you would hear Thor say, "I went for the head." <laughs> yeah, that was probably one of the best, one of the first fan services we got. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that throw that throwback to Infinity War or callback to Infinity War? Um, mm-hmm. I realized a lot of the trailers we got was those first twenty minutes. Yeah, like holy crap. <laughs> uh huh. Even that scene that they that they release early uh, was just that conversation early on. Um, wa- yeah, and and you kind of understand that they they did it for a reason because you already expected what was going to happen. You know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they knew yeah. they knew people would like. Okay, of course they're going to fight Thanos. They're going to find him. Blah blah. blah. They're going to go get him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think that that was really creative of them to say, you pretty much give us what we expected. Mm-hmm. That still hyped us up, and it wasn't any spoilers. Yeah. All right. Anton, next picture is the dude from the Big Lebowski. Why is that? <laughs> because of Fat Thor. <laughs> it's funny because uh, um, Iron Man, Tony Stark, calls him out on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, Big Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's pause on that one for a little bit. So, I, I mm-hmm. okay, did you like it as a character choice? To have Fat Thor? Yeah. Uh, no, because uh, it kind of makes him like a uh, like uh, you always seem to see him as a favorite character, and you always wanted good things to happen to him. But you kind of get to see the worst side of him, which is uh, uh kind of unexpected, and you're kind of like, uh, oh my god, he's fat. I, I had that reaction too, uh-huh. but I get it. It mm-hmm. the, the, it humanized them. It yeah, humanized it them so much. Uh. And, and then later on in the movie, they kind of they kind of uh, put a spotlight on it. But I mean, the guy lost his home. He lost his his brother. He lost his dad. Uh, mm-hmm. He had to kill his sister uh, mm-hmm. for a short while. He he lost his eye. Uh, he lost a majority of his people. Yeah, and, and he can't find Jane Foster. Oh, <laughs> they're not together. <laughs> well, uh, this thing, he, no, he got dumped. He got dumped yeah. by Jane. Uh, mm-hmm. It was mutual. It was mutual. Totally mutual. <laughs> Um, uh, and to top it all off, uh, I, his moment of redemption was a failure because he mm-hmm. didn't aim for the head. Yeah. And you know, and like, he, you, you think like all that, all that suffering he did to build up to that moment, uh, he almost got killed. He almost, <laughs> he would almost got killed or died trying, trying to make yeah. a, uh, what's it called? Um, storm, storm, stormbreaker. Yeah. Stormbreaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all that, all that work, all that suffering for that moment, and it w- he still failed. Yeah, you know it's funny that they kind of hit, or, or I mean, it kind of builds up to Fat Thor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason why I say that is uh, the scene when they were first talking together about where to find Thanos. You see Thor sitting by a table. And he's eating um, Hawaiian bread. <laughs> Oh, he's eating true. a lot of it and he's yeah. drinking beer 
So that was the start of him getting really fat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really funny to see that. But yeah, so mm-hmm. that wasn't, I mean, clearly it wasn't enough, but I, I like it's a humanized them. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the people that the people that were left uh, that that started off a new life in uh, new, new, uh, what's it called? New Valhalla, not Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Asgard. Asgard. Uh, new mm-hmm. Asgard. You know, he wasn't really their leader anymore. He set the way. Like he, he saw himself as a failure. He didn't feel the right to. He didn't feel like that he was a, their leader. Yeah, he uh, didn't deserve it. Yeah, he doesn't feel like he deserved that's, it because he was trying to be the person he should have been, mm-hmm. or the the person he's meant to be. Yeah. Um. But so I, I liked it. I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, you know, somebody get has a bad day at work and they they binge on junk food. Imagine mm-hmm. all that shit happening to you. I think it's yeah. justified. <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I mean, if I if I have a horrible you know week like he did, I think I would enjoy just kind of shutting myself out from the world and playing video games with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So another thing that Thor, I, I kind of like is Thor. That, that, that kid is back. The one who keeps yelling at me. <laughs> hey, it's funny that Fortnite is still a thing five years in the future. Uh, it's true, but then again, half the people died, so you probably don't have as many developers. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sad that you point that out. That's oh true, my though. Gosh. It's a reality yeah, it you live in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, throughout the whole entire movie, I think Rocket really shines when he's uh, trying to, you know, insult somebody. Yeah. And uh, it, it's so funny that he kind of points out that he's like, dude, you're you're like melted ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what melted ice cream looks like. I know I probably should use that picture too. Yeah, uh, and I I love how they uh, they they uh, added uh, Korg uh, into uh, the he scene. He survived. Yeah, he survived. I thought he died. He's I, like one of my favorite characters uh, because he's so funny. Yeah, I know. I thought yeah. he died too. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and, and going back to to Thor later on in the movie where he talks to his mom that was again humanized like that's what he needed like that mm-hmm. that trip was not just you know he got more than the infinity stone he got a, a, a wisdom he needed enlightenment yeah he he yeah. got he got he got wisdom from somebody he trusted and and loved who mm-hmm. he doesn't have anymore he has nobody mm-hmm. like that to, to give him advice like that he has his friends but his friends don't really know his life mm-hmm. um so i mean that was that was nice and also you know the mom told him to eat a salad uh that was good yeah. <laughs> that's just yeah. good life advice <laughs> Oh my god, Thor, eat a salad. <laughs> be the person you are, not the person you're meant to be. Everybody's like, oh, and eat a salad. Yes. Everybody started cracking up in the theater. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like a mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so let, let's get into, uh, uh, let's see, um, the next Hulk. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so I was weirded out. You were weirded out that weirded he out. combined it was, himself? It was yeah. unsettling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can sort of see, you know, both of those personalities uh, um, mendling together because, I mean, you get that really weird awkwardness of the geekiness side of him, yeah, the nerd side of him, yeah, and you also get to see like you know the the assertive side of him that we've seen in Ragnarok. Well, you got to remember too, Hulk, as mu- as as a loner as he is, he wants mm-hmm. to be accepted. And you can kind of mm-hmm. see that by the friendship he had with uh, Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's like, hey, hey, mean girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, he has acceptance. And then uh, uh, Bruce Banner, he is very, as smart as he is, he's still a nerd. 
So mm-hmm. it was a combination of the Hulk benefiting from uh, Bruce's social skills with combined with Bruce being having having the gift of, you know, having uh, Hulk's confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was weird, especially that selfie moment. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that 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 scene was so funny when Ant-Man was like, oh, you want to take a picture of me? Who are you? And that, yeah, <laughs> it, it's funny because that scene lasted for like at least three minutes. It was I'm like, you know? holy crap, it's still going. No, come on. Come on. Seriously. Here, no, no. He wants to. No, he was. <laughs> and you see the kids' reactions like, oh, no, oh, I really don't. No. <laughs> no. And he's like, take the damn phone. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's funny. No, but that that was weird. Um, I I do like how uncomfortable Hulk is, or because it, it's 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 Bruce taking over the Hulk. So yeah. when they go back to Avengers, the Avengers movie scene in New York, um, he doesn't know how to be the Hulk. Uh, uh, flip <laughs> like uh, like <laughs> he's throwing yeah yeah uh-huh. smash Hulk smash <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that, that was a little bit odd. Um, mm-hmm. It was funny, though. I, I think it was a good payoff. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. for as little Hulk as we got in Infinity War, we definitely got a good dosage of Hulk in, in this one. Okay. All right. So I want to point out something that we uh, talked about in a couple of episodes ago where we were trying to predict what's going to happen <sighs> in the end game. Damn, I was right. Oh, my gosh. Um, Quantum. Okay. Time travel. I will say you're right. Yeah. And I would be pissed off that they went with time travel to the quantum realm, mm-hmm. which is utter BS. But they handled it well. Mm-hmm. They they didn't undo their history, kind of. Yeah. They didn't, you know, they didn't, like, the, something they pointed out a lot. They didn't back to the future it. Yeah, uh, which is kind of funny because they kind of pointed out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not back to the future or... Uh, what is it? Time Something cop. Something in Ted. Time cop. Uh, yeah. Bill and Ted. Uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they named all these like time uh, hot top time machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but they 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 didn't though, and and I think that's what I liked about it is because my concern was we've invested over ten years into mm-hmm. this universe yeah. and. Uh, Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. has screwed us over numerous times. Same thing with The Flash for DC, mm-hmm. where you build a certain world and they say, just kidding. Yeah, I hate that. It's it's frustrating. And, and I'm glad that they didn't do it here. Like there's more. And and the Hulk, going back to the Hulk for a little bit, him talking mm-hmm. to the Ancient One is a tutorial to the audience about what they're trying to do and how it isn't going to Oh undo. my God. I, thank God they, they had <laughs> the ancient one explain it to all the people because I mean it, I think it's a little complicated when uh, even to some people that I watched it the second time I watched this movie twice yeah so I mean watching it the second time uh, right. I mean I had these people still asking me questions on how time works it was a in re- this timeline it was a real life powerpoint <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a powerpoint with magic yeah. for the movie yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I give it your, your rights, but mm-hmm. they handled it well. Yeah, they handled it really well, and it, it all happened because of freaking rat in the truck. Oh, I know, dude, that's fate right there. <laughs> yeah, that was so dumb. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting because I mean, uh, we talked about like you know, um, uh, how long it takes uh, in the the quantum realm, oh, how, and how, how long it takes, distorted. yeah, distorted. And I like that we had that conversation because, I mean, watching this movie, it kind of happened and it's good to see that, you know, we 
were going in the right direction, sort of, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that. Um, but other than that, uh, Ant-Man coming back, we thought that um, that scene where they look at the archive footage, mm-hmm. but it wasn't archive footage. No, it was live. It was live footage. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, dude, it's so emotional to see uh, Lang, Steve, what, Stephen Lang? Oh, Ant-Man? Uh, Ant- no, Ant-Man. Scott Lang. Scott Lang to, you know, see his daughter mm-hmm. all grown up. Yeah, and that, that is so crazy. Probably the first moment uh, I think the audience really had like a, a, a deep kind of sigh because yeah, it's, it totally hit me because he missed five years of her childhood. That's the thing, too, though. Like, it, it, you know, you think that he's going to suffer realizing that his his daughter died. And mm-hmm. then you have that that happy moment where he finds out that she's alive and sees her. Mm-hmm. But then you also then realize she thought he was dead for the last five years. Yeah. And now, you know, imagine through her. I was like, what, how the hell is he back? Mm-hmm. So I like how they they milked that scene because it felt like it needed space for you to see how emotional it was yeah yeah so i mean as soon as you get up to the house you could see her her outline her silhouette yeah so and then you see her slowly walking up to the door and you know and then them hugging and then he had to look at her and he's you know Mm -hmm. uh, trying to act like how he would interact with her when he was yeah when a a father yeah yeah because i mean he he was a very uh involved dad like he worked hard to Mm -hmm. be part of her life so Mm -hmm. you know all that time and then he missed five years yeah it's kind of crazy yeah see that um it's it's, very emotional for a lot of people i I mean i saw a couple of people in the row um that were kind of getting a little (laughs) teary-eyed Yeah, it's a it's a it's a feels moment for if you're just mm-hmm. watching this. But understanding the character and the relationship with his daughter from that you get mm-hmm. from you know Ant Man, where he's trying to prove himself to his daughter and his and his ex wife to Ant Man two and uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, where you see that relationship growing and that that bond, how strong, how close they are together. Um, mm-hmm. to then just have it have that have have that happen. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's a lot. Um, but I, there's more to her, but I want to, I want to point out something else. Um, walking down that street where he's with a kid with a bicycle is like riding his bike and he's trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's a shitty street. Cause later on, uh, not later on, but down the street where the kid, as the kid's riding around his bike, you see the other two streets on the, on the road, perfectly clean. It's just his street that's like dark and, and like gloomy and <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the one detail they uh, they missed. Yeah, they're like, yeah. We, we only have so much garbage to, to use as setting, or we only we only yeah. we only got this street for for the filming. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's move on down. Actually, there's one more little funny joke in the pictures. Uh, the patriotic underwear, Anton. <laughs> America's ass, America. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's get into chris evans or actually steve rogers is uh character development here mm-hmm. there's a lot of theories going around that he was not going to come out of endgame mm-hmm. both because it was established in the comic book that steve rogers dies and is later replaced by the winter soldier um and we also knew that chris evans is done this is this was yeah. his last movie uh, uh according to contract it was his last movie yeah yeah and mm-hmm. i love the way they handled this one yeah um there, i'll tell you what i thought he was gonna die yes in that scene there was a point where he gets thrown i mean before before the 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 the, the support troops came in before yeah, the, cavalry, the cavalry yeah, before the cavalry yeah. came in 
Um, no, even during the big battle, there was a point where he gets flung off Thanos and Thanos just straight up punches him into the ground. Like he's already down and he doesn't move. I was like, don't tell me that was it. Yeah. yeah I thought that was the end of, of Captain. Uh, Captain America. I, th- I yeah. thought, yeah, I thought that was the punch. And then, you know, they're going to finish the battle and then they're going to mm-hmm. turn around and see that Captain hasn't moved or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, that dude, yeah. The, seeing his shield breaking and falling apart. Um, I, I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. And I think the, Ru- yeah. the Russo brothers knew that was going to be the fan theory and they they played us on that one they played us hard yeah. up until the moment mm-hmm. and i think it's a good thing too because uh it kind of catches everybody off guard yeah to to, to have that type of uh, uh storyline um okay so i thought you know that captain's character in this one he really moved on like he understood already uh, how to move on mm-hmm. at the very beginning of the movie because yeah. he already it already happened to him before and he had to accept it. I mean, it took That's him true. a long time to to figure it out because, I mean, if you've seen some of uh, the sequels to um, Captain America, you can see that, you know, he is still thinking about... Peggy Carter. The hit, yeah, Peggy Carter. He's still going through that past time and um, he's running all the time. Uh, he's always keeping his mind busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he was one of the first uh, Avengers to deal with a, a loss that big and that, that a change that that massive because he right he is in a different yeah. world much like the people yeah. in after Infinity War that world that they lived in is not the same anymore. Yeah, and I I, I like that support uh, support group scene where he's actually telling people how to move on, um, and it's kind of cool that he kind of mentions it too. He's like, oh, you know, I got out of the ice, um, you know, mm-hmm. for like seventy years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you kind of see the humanity there too. Yeah, uh, where um not everybody is alone mm-hmm. oh uh one thing i noticed uh about the um i think anthony russo um his character is gay who's talking about oh, dating no dating no no a guy. It, it wasn't anthony russo it was uh um the other one um uh, bu- 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 joe what was that uh, Joe Russo. Joe Russo. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He he mentioned that the his. But see, I wonder if, if that's kind of a a a, a reference for his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Because the the way he he described um his his mate mm-hmm. i'm like that's also kind of like a like a like a brother's joking around with each other kind of thing too mm-hmm. um so i think that's gonna be a call back to that but yeah no that's mm-hmm. yeah that, that what he was talking about his uh date male date or something yeah okay so before we move on to uh more of captain's um character ve- development i kind of want to go over something that happened at the very beginning of the movie shoot first scene of the movie we get to see hawkeye which he was kind of hiatus in the the previous uh, Infinity War movie. We didn't see him anywhere. Yeah, which we never really got a full answer why he wasn't involved, other than assuming uh, he's with his family. Yeah, he's with his family because uh, he was under house arrest. Oh, because he was on uh, uh, Captain Mar- uh, Captain America's side when uh, they're trying to get. Um, uh, the Winter Soldier. Got it. Okay. In Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah, he was happily with his family, and you know, it, it's kind of like uh, him retiring. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the, that was the end of it. He doesn't want to do anything anymore. He wants to spend more time with his family. But dude, that first scene was so emotional. I mean, you get it to sucks, you, dude. You, yeah, it really sucks. Like you, there's not there's no music. No. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's just how the movie starts. It's him with his daughter and him joking with the kids. And it wasn't until seconds before it happened 
that I turned to my girlfriend go, oh, crap, this is before, yeah. this is before uh, Infinity War. Yeah. And she goes, you think so? And then that's when, like, he turns around, his daughter's not there. Yeah. And then he turns around again, his wife and kids aren't there anymore. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it it's... I, I, I like how they, you know, um, have more of, like, a, 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 a scene where they're trying to show how their family is. You know, they're very happy. Um, they're, you know, just living their life. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just gone. Yeah, which... Mm-hmm. I love the kid that, that goes... Uh, Oh what? Oh well, the mom goes. What do you want your uh, hot dog? Do you want uh, mustard, mustard or, mayo? or mayo? He's like ketchup. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the kid <laughs> yeah. I want. It's my kid right there. <laughs> ketchup, team ketchup all the yeah. way. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, that shows you that even though Thanos snapped half of the world's population into ash, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean it's half down the middle. Some families got lucky. His family yeah. didn't. Yeah, and you kind of see it take a toll on him too, because oh, he gets he started, dark. Uh, yeah, he gets so dark. He becomes uh, Ronan, which they didn't really uh, say his name in this movie. No. So, um, oh yeah, that's something very interesting because I th- think. Uh, for Disney Plus, they already announced it that he's getting his own spinoff too. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that they're gonna explain a lot more of that um, that time because I mean they they, they kind of um, uh, foreshadowed it in in the movie when they were talking about him in Mexico uh, getting rid of the cartel, yeah, and then he goes to Tokyo to get rid of it's, the yakuza. It's pretty much his way of making making uh, the world a better place yeah like we'll, we'll make it making the, the you know the situation better let's remember saying like you know Cause uh, a lot of people pe- were taking advantage of what was left yeah saying so like you know what like a lot of a lot of good people got taken from this world mm-hmm. why the hell do you deserve to stay here when you're just causing mm-hmm. trouble and hurting people yeah yeah so i mean i get so, it i support mm-hmm. it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right so while we're on hawkeye do you mm-hmm. want to tie in black widow one of the first tragic scenes there uh we can if you want to uh, i was thinking of finishing up uh cat but i think cap's gonna be a lot more so yeah, yeah. let's go ahead uh get into all right um black widows so as we explained uh hawkeye's suffering with his family um black widow same thing she even though she was a lone assassin her family was the avengers uh more importantly yeah. Uh, Hawkeye was her best friend. Um, her brother. Her brother, yeah, pretty much. That the, you know, if you watch the Avengers uh, or anything, any of the movies building up to the Avengers, you can tell they were really close. They were partners. Yeah. They they were close hand in hand. Because they were the only ones that understood each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And for her to lose half of her family and on top of that lose uh, Hawkeye to, you know, pretty much, you know, seeing, seeing her friend go that dark and hurting that much and she can't do anything about it she Mm -hmm. felt she owed him something yeah so then uh now they're going after the soul stone yes and we know that the soul stone is on uh miramar or miramar san diego (laughs) no (laughs) uh i don't i don't i forgot what the planet was but the rule is a a soul for a soul stone for the soul yeah Mm -hmm. and that is one thing that i did know once they were planning to go for the stones i said shoot whoever goes for that soul stone one of them isn't coming back and my assumption was it was going to be iron man and captain yeah, it's kind of interesting that we knew that because of watching Infinity War, they but didn't. the characters in here don't didn't know that that was also, something that they had to also, do. Also, I kind of wanted uh, Captain and, and Iron Man to go get the Soul Stone, 
just so I can get that pleasure of Captain seeing Red Skull again. Because <laughs> nobody yeah, knows who okay. he is. Okay, that, that's that's something I want to talk about later okay. um, when we get back into Cap. Uh, All right. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so emotional to see oh. that scene where they know that both of them individually want to sacrifice, sacrifice themselves. Yeah. And I was so close to thinking that it was Hawkeye. I mean, they played it so well, Dude, that scene. They jerked you around so much. Even yeah, up to like, like the last moments where like, yeah. no, yes, no. yeah. And then the last part, <laughs> he did it. That bitch, yeah. he didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was a lot of it was a lot of jerking around um mm-hmm. but it makes sense though yeah uh, and it kind of plays with a lot of people's emotions too because you know that there's going to be a black uh, widow movie coming out yeah and you also know that there's a hawkeye uh show coming out yeah so it's like uh okay so if they die there's no way that they're gonna come back in any of those so they're probably well, gonna cancel it right you know well i thought we knew that the black widow movie was a prequel her 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 coming her becoming an assassin yeah i'm assuming similar to that uh jennifer lawrence movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i i think the choice made sense not mm-hmm. just because of hawkeye's family but also because uh this is a callback to uh one of the early avengers movies where she says there's red in my ledger and i want to wipe it out mm-hmm. she doesn't like owing somebody anything owing anybody anything Mm-hmm. So if Hawkeye sacrificed himself, I don't think she feels she would ever be able to make it up to his family for his sacrifice. Yeah, that's true. So I, I it's a lot to take. It's dude. a lot. To, it's a lot. To take. It's a lot to take. And I think she was already in a, in the in like a, a really dark place throughout the whole movie to begin with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I mean it makes sense. It sucks. And and yeah, it, it really sucks. It sucks reliving that 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 scene because it kind of hit the home, close to home to those that love Gamora too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really tough scene to watch because you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, the second time around, it's it just hits you as hard because you care about this character so much, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, hopefully we're going to see more of uh, uh, Black Widow and, um, you know, hopefully something great is going to come out of it in the end somewhere uh, at some point. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, it does kind of give closure to her character. I mean, she did a lot. Without her, none of the stuff would happen. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. She she was p- part of the support group. That, uh, part of the reason that the Avengers stayed together. She was kind of mm-hmm. acting like the Nick Fury during the beginning part of this movie. Yeah, because nobody else would yeah. do it. She was writing the show yeah. with her peanut butter mm-hmm. sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Cap. Uh, that battle scene. We have to talk about that battle scene. Okay, go first. Oh, first, before the battle scene, uh, the elevator scene. Oh, God, yes. That is such a cool callback, dude, to uh, Civil mean, War when he was in that, that elevator with those guys. That is the geek version of going back in time, knowing who wins the Super Bowls and who wins the lottery, or what the yeah. lottery numbers are. <laughs> yeah, and you you still kind of remember that line he says, too. He's like, uh, whoever needs to get out of the elevator, get out now. Yeah. And then he starts beating all of them. But this time around, it's different. Kind of catch you, it catches you off guard. Yeah, because uh, Crossbones, he's he's kind of like letting on to like this something's not right. Um, the mm-hmm. senator knows something's not right because of the because mm-hmm. he just got off the phone with is it the chairman? No, no, senator. senator. Uh, he's uh, um, oh, he's an agent. He's an agent. Yeah, he's an agent. Yeah. yeah, he just got off the phone with the senator and he's like, the senator told you you're in charge of it. Are you sure? Kind of like they're all suspicious. Yeah, I gotta call it in. <laughs> and you're right. My first thought was that scene from Winter Soldier uh-huh. where he like where Cap just kind of a small elevator 
and kick some ass. Um, that was so well handled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's like, are you Hail sure? Hydra. Yeah, yeah, trust me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's not going to work. You can't just say trust me. And he goes, yeah. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> next that scene walking, so out, cool. walking out without an issue with the, the scepter in hand yeah how did your uh your crowd take it because my crowd everybody went crazy started, everybody busted out laughing and clapping dude it was so great <laughs> um that's probably one of the benefits of seeing these movies opening weekend because especially if it's a it's a, a in-demand movie mm-hmm. you get the hardcore fans involved and if yeah. you're fighting to get these tickets early on you're going to invest time into catching up with the movies if you haven't seen them already. Mm-hmm. So I had this guy that was sitting next to my wife on the right right hand side and he was hitting, he was <laughs> doing everything on his chair, anything that he can hit, he was hitting and he kept moving forward and backwards every single scene, even in the freaking trailers before the movie even started. He was fan fanboying over the Star Wars trailer. And right there and then I knew I looked at my wife. I was like, uh, do you want to? There's an empty seat over here. Surprisingly, thank God there was a freaking seat How? next to me that's empty. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I guess they never made it. But anyways, I was like, um, you know, whenever you want to move over here, you should move over here. And she, I don't know if she understood what I was trying to tell her because I kind of saw it coming. But then as soon as the mm-hmm. movie started, probably like the first five minutes, because you could see that Hawkeye scene where he's he lost his family. And the guy's yeah. like, oh, no, 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 no. And he's like hitting everything. And then my wife is like, she moves right over. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think the guy got the clue because throughout the no, whole entire he's movie. he's in his own world. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, I'm sorry, guys. I, I know I'm very emotional, but I'm sorry. Oh, okay. After the freaking movie's over. <laughs> How about you control yourself? Yeah. All, All right. right. So, uh, um, Cap. Cap battle. Yeah, Cap battle. Let's talk about that. How did you feel <sighs> about it? And what, I, oh, what, what was the surprise? <laughs> I did not realize how big this battle was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the that the epic battle we were supposed mm-hmm. to get at the end of of uh, Infinity War with all the. I, I thought that was it, dude. I thought it was just that Thanos versus these three guys. Well, well, because I knew because they I, did, they, I, I thought they could handle it too, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it, it, yeah. They, they, I mean, the three oh, freaking Iron Man boosting uh, uh, uh boosting Thor's uh thunder. Yeah. She, or, or, Thor, or Thor boosting Thor boosting Iron Man's arc reactor. Anyways, yeah. um, it was no, but I'm saying like when, when the when the cavalry 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 there you go there you go yeah. can I see it can, I can put the L in the right place. Uh, yeah. when they showed up, I thought it was gonna be the Avengers. You know, all of them finally together. Uh, how it should have been for Infinity War because they kept saying we would have won if we all fought together instead of being scattered. Uh, Tony pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they zoom out and they you see dozens of portals opening up. Yeah. And I'm like, why do they need so many portals? Like, they probably just need a couple. And then they show the Avengers coming in. They show yeah. uh, the people that were on, uh, what was that? They show Titan, Wakanda Titan. coming they show in. Ti- they show Wakanda, Titan, the Titan coming in. Uh, they show the Asgard, Asgardians coming through. Uh, mm-hmm. The guard, the, the, what are they called? The wizards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wizards, uh, yeah yeah they show like, like everybody in mm-hmm. the mcu coming through yeah so before that scene it was just the three of them fighting against thanos yep what was the biggest surprise to you oh i know was it mjolnir <laughs> yes uh <laughs> i forgot about that yeah 
Yes. Uh, when Cap Cap finally lifts Milnir, yeah. something they hinted at. It was at such a crazy surprise too. Ultron. Because I, I I think they were trying to focus on uh, Thor uh, getting beat up, and it looks like Thor was gonna get killed right there and then too. And you know, I was a little worried too because I mean, we knew that someone's gonna die, and knowing the Russo brothers, they would probably throw you know some. Some curveballs in there. Yeah. So right there and then you would see Mjolnir flying straight at Thanos. And it hits Thanos. And, and then think, it flies you, somewhere else. Yeah, you think that it's Thor that called the hammer. Because he was reaching his hand. No, he, he wasn't. Was reaching he, was, he, was, he was holding. I saw this the second time, so I noticed the detail. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He, was, he was holding on to Thanos because uh, Thanos was uh, pushing Stormbreaker into him mm-hmm. on his chest. So he was thought, holding his hand like there, there the whole time. I thought that was later on in the battle. Anyways, um, but yeah, so you think he's he's done because yeah, you're right. It, the the stormbreaker was breaking through his chest plate. Yeah, I, I and then I yeah, Mjolnir had to come by and just break it apart. But then it wasn't Thor that did it, and that was the big surprise because yes. I I was like, where is it going? <laughs> <laughs> but do you get what changed between Ultron and now? Because in Ultron, he tried to lift the hammer and it budged and I, it kind of I, weirded I, Thor I th- out. I think he he did know that he was able to do it. I think he just didn't want to do it because he didn't want to look like an ass. And he didn't want to, like, you know, kind of show off that he was able to well, do it. Well, okay, so... The detail that I think they're throwing in there is you got to remember what happened between Ultron and the and and now Civil War. And well, well his intentions are always worthy and, and he always goes with his but, guts and doing what's right. But the, 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 the thing with Mjolnir is if you are worthy mm-hmm. and you're a pure heart. Mm-hmm. Cap wasn't pure heart at, during Ultron because he knew a secret. Ah, uh, okay. That he knew that Bucky killed Tony's parents. But he didn't tell Tony. Yeah. He didn't tell Tony. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that was always kind of yeah. holding over him. But once he confessed in Civil War, now everything's all the cards on the table. He's pure of heart. Now he's able to wield that thing like nobody nobody's business. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like dude, he's not, that was so freaking he, he's awesome. He's not struggling to lift that hammer anymore. He is flinging it yeah. left and right and doing yeah, some kick-ass that, tricks with his ha- with with his shield. <laughs> yeah, that shield and Mjolnir combo was freaking oh insane, God, dude. Just, yeah, just toying dude, with Thanos. He was kicking. Yeah, he was kicking his butt so hard. Um, yeah, and everybody was screaming. Everybody was clapping for joy. It's such a awesome scene to watch, and so satisfying. So that was one of the things I was getting nervous because mm-hmm. I was thinking what a dark moment it would be if this awesome scene is the moment where Cap slips up and Thanos like chops his Kills head off. Right there, yeah, no. like just like the- and, Yeah, and it came pretty close because I mean, you know, he, he loses uh, a Mjolnir for a little bit and then his shield starts getting chipped crunched away. up into, yeah. yeah, chipped away into little pieces. And uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy to see that all that happened. But dude, okay, so let's talk about uh, that scene before the cavalry comes in, you see Cap mm-hmm. standing there, and then Thanos's cavalry comes in. Oh from yeah, his ships, his drop ships. Yeah, we've seen that them before. Was that scene is so beautiful? Mm-hmm. It's so freaking epic looking because you just see Cap by himself, and there's a whole entire army uh, on Thanos's side. Yes, and and it, again, you have to watch Civil War or not Civil War, uh, Infinity War because. All of Wakanda couldn't hold back that army. And now you have Cap by himself. Uh, Iron Man is out of commission. You got Thor yeah. injured. Yeah. It just ca- and I, I, okay, so this, I think this was the really emotional thing that they, they uh, added into the movie for the details to really 
capture what you were thinking at that moment is Cap seizes a whole entire army. He knows that there's no way that he can do it, but then he does it anyway. So yeah. they zoom, they close up on his shield and he tightens it. Yep. And that's when you know it's about to go down. Yeah. It's just him. This is going to be a really tough battle. And you know it's going to be a, a battle to his death. Well, and that's kind of a callback to him getting back up. Mm-hmm. He's keeps getting back up. He keeps getting, he keeps, he keeps getting knocked down and getting back up and not not backing down. But it's the thing he can do this all day, uh, yeah. even so <laughs> even to the point where he annoyed himself. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can do this, can all, do day. this yeah, all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that Cap. That Cap has has matured so much that even he's too cheesy for himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. but yeah, that that was a that was like a epic one. Like, holy crap! Like this is yeah. this is him. It's gonna die. Yeah. Um, and then you hear Sam's voice, and then you're like, "Where's that coming from?" And then he starts, you know, putting his hand to the ear. And you're like, "Oh, thank uh, God, they're well, coming." That that yeah. throwback to uh, Winter Soldier on your left. Yeah, yeah, on your left. Yeah, yeah that's so cool, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So then we finally see some sparkly things. Yeah, little open. spinny spinny yeah. thingies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we see the cavalry come in. Um, I'm trying. I'm going down the list right now. I'm, I want to point. Did out. everybody clap uh, for each character that showed up? Oh, it was just from that scene. It was just endless clapping. It, it, occasionally, yeah. you get a little bit of more uproar for like the bigger characters, like you know, Spider Man showing up. I think Spider Man was probably the yeah, biggest but, one. Yeah, but it was con- it was continuous clapping. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, okay, so for for my first viewing, uh, Pepper Potts when when she came out with her oh, rescue. rescue armor, yeah, is freaking like everybody in there who first showing are probably super nerdy, super geeks. So they kind of like you know went all out, going like clapping and everything. Yeah. Second showing, not so much. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Second um, show, and they're like, "Oh, okay, cool." Well, I do like that throwback there to uh, Spider-Man's <laughs> what's it called? Uh, instant kill mode. Oh yeah, from Homecoming. He finally activated it. Yeah. Well, no, he activated Homecoming back set, and he's like, "What? No, 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 instant kill." <laughs> when he's like, when he yeah. when he was fighting on those uh, guys in the van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, instant kill, no. And yeah, <laughs> dude, that is deadly. Nothing. Yeah, it's so crazy. That suit dude. was just stabbing left and right, like just uh-huh. instant kill. It lived up. It lived up to its name. Yeah. <laughs> to the you see his eyes turn red and then just boom. <laughs> but it, it's funny because no, like crazy. it's working, but there's just so many of them. But he's like on a pile of dead aliens, and he's still uh-huh. like, um, yeah. I'm, uh, it's not working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I do like that. You know, Spider-Man, he, he got his moment to shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to go down the list. I, I think we're running late here, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want to point out, I thought Scarlet Witch was going to destroy Thanos single-handedly because she had... Dude, that was so close, man. Dude, she I... She could have done it. Yeah, she could have done it. It's He gave up. <laughs> he did? He called Mercy. Yeah. He called Mercy and then when it didn't work, he she, he just unloaded mm-hmm. all... Ev- Rain fire. All, oh, yeah, on everything. He just said, screw <laughs> That was the equivalent of flipping the game board... <laughs> On the flipping the table yeah. when you're playing <laughs> playing a board game. Yeah. Uh, also, want to call out the the female Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the 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 was the, that too much? A lot of people thought it was too much. I think they're foreshadowing because there's mm-hmm. a there there has been rumors that they want to do a females only Avengers. Mm-hmm. So I think either a that was them saying here's your here's your moment, or b saying this is coming in the future once they establish more characters. Wait, what happens? Uh, Thanos comes back, snap his fingers, and all the men are gone. Uh, why the last man? <laughs> 
yeah. but I mean, it was cool seeing how many strong female characters Marvel has. Mm-hmm. And okay, for yeah. okay, okay, and speaking of females, I'm tired of these headlines uh, trying to be clickbaity by saying, "Did you know there was an, a, a, a a gay Avenger in Marvel uh, in in a civil or uh, how was it called an Endgame?" I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they did this in Ragnarok. They did this later on. Like they, they keep trying. Yes, Valkyrie is gay. That scene in Ragnarok was edited out, but she is gay. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why they're trying to be so clickbait. Like, we get it. Like, there's not really... I don't know. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's speed this up and talk about some of, the less, uh, some of the last stuff in the movie. So, at the end of the movie, we get... Uh, we get well. We got to wrap up. Cap. cap. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 get Cap um, going back in time to return the stones. Mm-hmm. I I don't get how that works. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a second because I think uh, we, we might probably take like a couple minutes on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, everybody was crying, emotional. Yeah. When Tony. Yep. Did the snap? I mean, he did whatever he could. Well, and uh, and you know what's gonna happen because you saw how much damage the Hulk took using it. Yeah, and Doctor Strange, how he can you know um, see everything. He only saw one last. Yeah, that finger up was pretty much the only thing that kind of got people to understand that this is it. Yep, this is the moment. Yeah, this is the moment. Yeah, this is the that's the difference um, between the other versions he saw. And it's because the reason he couldn't tell Tony is I don't think that it's not that Tony wouldn't want to make the sacrifice. He would have thought about it the whole time. And he it would, would have thought about it the whole time. He would have hesitated or mm-hmm. he would have tried to come up with an alternative plan, which probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Yeah, he would try to come up with an alternative plan make to a, save himself and save everybody he, else. He would make a, a droid that would, not a droid, a, 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 an AI suit that would take the 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 stones and do the snap itself. Uh, yeah. He would have done something, but yeah, no, that it had to be him. And to be honest, it's not as sad as it is. It's not too surprising. Um, you, you saw him make that sacrifice in Avengers, mm-hmm. but this time they're not getting shawarma afterwards. Although that would have been awesome if the if the they served they shawarma. Did, they did talk about it. They did talk about it um, vaguely. I, I watching it the second time. I was watching for it because um, uh, Robert Redford's character, which is that. Um, senator yeah, or something yeah, yeah. he was the, walking in yeah the bad guy from yeah. from uh, uh winter soldier yeah so he comes out and he's like oh where are you guys thinking you're going he's like oh we're thinking about you know uh getting some lunch and then we're oh, gonna yeah. bring this to asgard <laughs> yeah yeah so i caught that the second time I'm like oh okay they did say it so it's kind of cool that they had that um but yeah what, what were we talking about <laughs> uh tony's sacrifice uh the, the, oh, yeah, he, so, yeah. he did he did do the sacrifice then but he managed to make it back through the portal and land on earth uh mm-hmm. and then they got shawarma afterwards this time yeah. he made the sacrifice they didn't turn out that well no and th- i mean he he made his miracle and, and they foreshadowed it in that first scene uh where mm-hmm. everybody thought tony died i i thought tony died uh and mm-hmm. on the ship mm-hmm. um but he said you know i want to pull just i want to pull just one more miracle uh, one last time and, and make my and make mm-hmm. it home to you. He did it, but mm-hmm. that was it. That was the last miracle. Yeah. And dude, uh, his daughter in this movie steals every scene that she's in. Yes, she's... with that scene with Happy. Yeah. Yeah, Happy. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that that scene with Happy, and especially that scene where he he said shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when she says shit too. That so. that would be me as a parent. I'm like, oh damn it! <laughs> like, no, don't, don't say damn it. No. <laughs> 
yeah uh, um, no yeah that yeah. was adorable um no but the, the, i like that scene with happy because that was a throwback to the first iron man cheeseburgers yeah when he came back out of the cave mm. uh he said well, what do you want to do i want to i want i want a cheeseburger <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and I was seeing on uh, on Marvel Marvelous Facts on Instagram. Uh, was it that one or Uber Facts? One of the two. They. <laughs> it turns out that Robert Downey, the reason he cleaned up his life was when he went. He was eating a shitty cheeseburger in his car with drugs, and he realized how how shit his life was, and that's what kind of motivated him to clean. Alleged that's what motivated him to clean up his life, and, and that's why he likes cheeseburgers. Well, no, that that scene in. <laughs> an iron man was a reference to burger king <laughs> oh, oh yeah i remember he's like i want a whopper right yeah. now and he's he's on stage sitting down eating a whopper while he's doing a press conference yeah, which symbolically that cave where he was being tortured and it was about to die that was mm-hmm. hit that was robert downey on drugs him coming uh, out of the cave mm-hmm. was him you know going back into the movie life and cleaning his life redemption yeah. yeah and that cheeseburger is what brought him back to reality <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah no I, I as sad as it is to see iron man go he is iron man mm-hmm. he did it yep he saved the li- that last line yeah that's that's good um okay so his funeral scene um uh, we get to see a lot of people uh who were close to him that knew him mm-hmm. uh the avengers were there and uh person that didn't show it would be natasha of course yeah. Um, and, but I mean, they kind of talked about her, which is kind of good, kind of included her in the scene there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that they did that because she's important and she shouldn't be left out. Right. So I'm glad that Hawkeye and, uh, Wanda was able to talk about her. Their loss. And, yeah. Yeah. Their loss, uh, vision too. Um, and as they were panning the camera through the people that were attending the funeral, uh, there was only one thing that kind of caught my eye that as soon as I got out of the movie theater, I started talking to uh, my wife about it. And I was right, too. I'm glad that I got it right before I got home to look Har- it up. Harley Keener? Yeah. So we saw a kid that we weren't familiar faced with because, I mean, he kind of grew up. Yeah. He was from the third Iron Man movie. He looks, looks kind of douchey now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it was the kid that kind of brought uh iron man back yeah um because he lost everything uh to the mandarin man mandalorian mandarin 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 mm-hmm. and then uh yeah he's getting anxiety uh and then this kid was the only one that could save him so i think that that was the only reason why he was such importance to tony's life I guess that's why he's there. Yeah. Um, also, that is kind of tying in all the kids in the show. We mentioned that they're thinking of doing a Young Avengers a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And all the kids are set up for it now. Yeah. So that's the one thing about this movie is it's setting up so much. For the next phase. Yeah. For the next phase. And it, dude, it's so bright right now. There's so many things that they can do at this point. Because it's so open to many different stories. Yep. So yeah. we have, and, and I mean, they have the right, right amount of cast. I mean, we have mm-hmm. uh, Harley Keener, who can be Iron mm-hmm. Lad, because mm-hmm. um, he did get Tony's equipment. For all we know, he's able to understand. Yeah, the kid builds stuff yeah. in his garage. So. Yeah. Uh, and then you also have Hawkeye's daughter, who is mm-hmm. now a teenager, so a good age for her to start fighting. You have mm-hmm. Casey Lang, who is Ant-Man's daughter, who's ready mm-hmm. like a teenager. Uh, mm-hmm. You have Shuri from Wakanda, uh, ready to join the fight. So we have, I mean, a good amount of characters here to to start building. 
Um, and I'm sure once we get more and more movies coming out, we'll we'll start to see it build. But so far, four solid characters that could develop into the Young Avengers. Yeah, that's something really early. But I mean, you could totally see it happen because of these characters that are currently uh, casted. So a um, couple of predictions right now. Let's get into that. Um, but before that, uh, what do you think about Valkyrie being the king of New Asgard? I think she's she's fit for it, dude. She's uh she's led the group while while Thor was um in his little dark cave and <laughs> I mean yeah, we're playing Fortnite. Okay. Again, yeah. Fortnite's a, a time killer, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh but no Val- Valkyrie fits. Uh I, mm-hmm. I like her, both the character and uh Tessa Thompson. Yeah, and you don't see her drunk like uh in Ragnarok. No, so. they kind of switch places yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, so we get to see Thor join the Guardians of the Galaxy. The Asgardians which, of the Galaxy. Yeah, the Asgardians of the Galaxy, uh, which is really fun to watch. I, I think this is something that uh, we're going to really enjoy because uh, the chemistry between uh, Star-Lord and Thor is so fun to watch. Well, the reason I got excited, too, is now they have the fighting power to fight Adam. Adam Warlock. Well, yeah. Yeah. From, uh, mm-hmm. the, from the, they, they hinted at in volume two. Yeah. So that's something that I'm really excited to see, too, because that, that totally brings a totally different definition to this uh, this series because they don't have anyone with, like, crazy superpowers. Yeah. Everyone's always, like, a warrior or... Uh, someone who can gun a gunner mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to see yeah um and also i mean as much we got gamora back kind of kind of i think she got snapped but i oh, don't know no no she so gamora remember she died getting the soul stone and uh-huh. they, she didn't really come back to life this the gamora we have now is the gamora is it five years from the past, from the past five years in the past mm-hmm. uh actually more than five years was it seven years nine years nine years nine yeah. years in the past so before she joined the guardians mm-hmm. so this is before she met uh uh chris chris pratt's character star lord star lord yeah so the, the, there's no chemistry now there's no it's it's a new character yeah but where did she go she disappeared and i think that's one of the things they're going to come out with in volume three is the you know coming across gamora who is probably teaming up with nebula but nebula is there she's in the ship she's on the ship oh okay never mind yeah she's on the ship yeah. with them to go on adventures but either way though gamora gamora's mm-hmm. gone so they gotta find her mm-hmm. so either a they yeah. don't know if she survived or b they're they know she's out there and they're trying to look for her yeah so anyways we're happy that you know thor is joining that lineup <laughs> Very interesting to see. I, I love the preview we got of because uh, okay, we love the scene in uh, Infinity War where yeah. Chris Pratt, where Star Lord and Thor for, meet for the first time. I, yeah. I always talk like, like this. You, you're copying me. <laughs> uh, and then we get that we get a little taste of it again at the end of this one. Yeah, I'm I'm more excited Captain of the ship. Yeah, I'm more excited for Volume Three than ever right now. Yeah, just to see the just yeah. to see their back and forth again. Mm. Okay, so uh, these are the things that are already confirmed. Um, So we can talk about this. Disney Plus is having a couple of TV shows. Yes. And we sort of talked about it. We're going to have Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yes. Which is probably going to be them trying to develop or trying trying to fill the Captain America's role. Yeah. So Captain Falcon, America. Um, And then we're also getting WandaVision. Which we so, didn't really understand what happened to Vision in this one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, they. I guess this is more of like a sequel. I mean, uh, a prequel because it's going to be talking about during the time when when they they, they separated from the group. Yeah, uh, and then Loki. Because you sort of see him disappear, float off to a yeah. You kind of see him float off to a separate timeline. Yeah, so so I think that's what it's going to be about. Yeah, because it's the tesseract. The tesseract was the time stone, right? Space, space. Stone. Okay, so he just teleported. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But okay, so that's one thing that that bothers me is Captain went back in time to to put the stones back to where they got them. But some of them you can't put back. Yeah, that was my biggest concern: is how the hell do you put back a soul stone? Put back the soul stone. Uh, how do you put it back? Put back the uh, ether. Was it ether? Yeah, the ether one, the red uh-huh. one that was inside Jane. So dirty. The one where Rocket <laughs> uh, stab her. <laughs> yeah. Well, that stone. Yeah, you probably get to just stab her plant again. it back in. Um, uh, I, and it took me a couple days uh, to realize why he took the, the hammer. Oh, and then he brought it back too. Yeah, he brought back. To he brought that it. back too. Yeah, I was like, oh, because mm-hmm. when it, when they showed him at the end, I'm like, wait, where'd the hammer go? I'm like, oh, wait, he put it back. Yeah, he had to put it back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, how the hell do you put back the soul stone? And even if he goes there, how the hell? Yeah, he's gonna see Red Skull. He's what is he gonna do? How's he gonna encounter him with? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, you know? I, and I think it's like I think, it's that, <laughs> and I want to think that that maybe that's part of the reason why the movie is gonna be longer. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. they had to chop that out. Um, yeah, there's a lot of scenarios can, for Adam. Can you return a soul stone to give back somebody? Ooh. I think that's the one thing that they didn't mention. I mean, uh, Red Skull did say that there's no way to bring them back. Uh, bring them back but what happens if you trade the stone back? The, oh, that, this is something I saw online that, that's very interesting. What happened if they pushed Red Skull down? <laughs> he would just die. Instead of them... Yeah, instead of them killing themselves, just push them down and get the soul stone. It wouldn't work because the thing. Well, yeah, it alleg- has to be someone that you love. Yeah, allegedly, it has to be someone you love. But yeah. I wonder if he says that just for his own protection, so they don't sacrifice him. Because <laughs> all it says is a, yeah. a soul for a soul stone. They yeah. don't say a, a, a loved soul for the soul stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that'd be really okay. So I think uh, there will be more Captain movies. I think it's going to be taking place during the time. Uh, after the world war ii and i think he's gonna go on adventures with peggy what do you think no i think i think it's over um because we uh and the reason i think that that's over is because uh agent carter mm-hmm. they can't undo that or they want they don't want to visit that um and you we really don't have any history because captain wants to retire there, okay see the reason why i i say this is because there's still a lot of Hydra stories that has been, you know... I, I think it's done. I think they're going to move on to the new, to the new think, characters. Do you think the Hydra stuff is going to be in the Winter Soldier and Falcon series? Yes, because that's going to be more grounded. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, and they're going to do... The, the super-powered heroes are going to deal more with the space, the 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 galactic part of Marvel. And I think mm-hmm. the, the non-super-powered heroes, uh, Winter Soldier and... Hawk or Falcon are going to be dealing with uh, the more grounded espionage stuff, the stuff that they're used mm-hmm. to. Yeah. All right. So, and then one last one that they're going to have for Disney Plus that they announce is Hawkeye series. Yeah. So I think that's going to be covering the Ronin uh, story. Yeah. Uh, which I would think it shouldn't go more than three seasons because it's yeah. it's well actually five years so maybe five five seasons. 
Yeah, and most of these episodes are going to be around six to eight episodes each. So okay, so uh, short. Kind of exciting to see. So it's going to be like Breaking Bad, but Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. One question I had is, what happened to Sharon Carter? That's so awkward. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Right. <laughs> how, how does that work? I mean, by the he, way, he just I, left I nailed your granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm back. Not 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 granddaughter. Uh, she's a niece. Oh, the niece. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How awkward is that? <gasps> yeah. Oh wait, no. Maybe the, the the reason they said niece is so that people wouldn't assume that he's he just nailed his future daughter. <laughs> no, it's not his future daughter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Her Peggy's brother's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, but I I do like the way it wrapped up though. Um. Mm-hmm. It, he finally got that dance he promised her at the end of uh, uh Captain America the first Avenger mm-hmm. when he was crashing the plane. Got that dance. Yeah. I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to I'll take a rain check on that last dance. Yeah. Okay, so one more interesting thing before we wrap this up. Um, this movie does not end phase three. Spider-Man. Homecoming. Oh, no, I'm going uh, Far From Home. Far From Home is the one that's going to end phase three. And I have a feeling they're going to throw something in there that ties into this movie that kind of opens up more of oh. what's going to happen next. Uh, I, it's definitely going to set up phase four because this is going mm-hmm. to be the transition movie to phase four. But mm-hmm. I think the tie-in is going to be uh, Peter dealing with Iron Man's death, and that was yeah. and that was some of the theories that were coming out for after the trailer came out was the way that Peter seems to be reluctant to put on the Spider-Man costume, yeah. and there's a scene where he looks at the costume kind of like like he's scared of it, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Nick Fury and not Tony pops up and try to tries to twist his arm into saying like no you need to put that suit back on we need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of hard to see the world without Tony Stark. I, uh, but, okay. I mean, it's a start. Another feels moment is when Peter comes back and Tony doesn't say a word. He just hugs him. That was a callback to Homecoming where, where Peter thinks that Tony's going in for a hug, but he's really yeah. opening the door. Yeah, that was really funny. I was like, tell my, I was like, tell my girlfriend, he finally got his hug. His father, his father figure finally hugged him. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, I'm out of, I'm I, actually, I can go on, but I think, two hours is enough yeah we can go on forever about this i mean there's so many things to cover and especially you know this is such a big scaled movie to talk about um the future is very interesting from here um i think we're after the spider-man movie coming out uh this july we're gonna get a full lineup at D23 of what's gonna be on phase four. Yep. Yeah. So that's gonna be something that we should look forward to. Oh, it's gonna be a long year, dude. <laughs> after mm-hmm. after Spider Man's gonna be a long year. Yeah. Dude, this April, I don't know. I, I think we should come up with a term for it because so many things is jam packed into this damn month. Uh, we we got Game of Thrones. Uh, we got mm, Awesome April. <laughs> awesome April. <laughs> Okay, let's call it awesome Apex April. April. <laughs> Apex April. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it, Anton. Um, I, we already did our, our spiel early on. So mm-hmm. yeah. for the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. This is the one. Good night. This is the one. <laughs> Later. Yeah.